We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. From the University of Pennsylvania, Ryan Miller is joining us right now. We have all dealt with times that we felt a little bit ashamed that we didn't get something done because maybe we... We waited too long to get started. <laughs> we did. We didn't uh, necessarily make the best use of our time. And Ryan is all about time management and making sure that we understand it better and the challenges of it. There are some tips. There are some tools. There are some things that he is going to help us with as he joins us on the Disk Institute of Pittsburgh Newsline. Ryan, I am so glad you're here on KDK. Thank you for your time. Yeah, thanks, Rick. It's really a pleasure. Um, I think you did a great exam- a great job of uh, highlighting all the reasons why we don't get things done, right? Mm-hmm. It's hard to get started. We feel overwhelmed. You know, we're not sure where to start. Um, so it's a real challenge. And, you know, I work at Penn um, in Philadelphia, and I get to work with undergraduate students and uh, all the way up to medical school, law school, um, and everybody struggles with time management. So I think it's a great, great topic. Is there a certain type of person that it's harder for, meaning somebody who is really, really competitive, they've got it figured out, or somebody who is really analytical, they, they've got to figure out. Do you see what I'm saying? Is there a personality type that does or does not struggle with this as much? Yeah, that's a great question, Rick. I mean, to be honest, I mean, I've seen so many students, so many people um, over the years that I've worked at Penn who struggle with time management that honestly, I think everybody procrastinates. I think it's it's a natural response. And it's often one that we do when we feel overwhelmed or when we're not sure, you know, how to do something. So we're uncertain about the task. Um, so I think that there are some things that we can do to kind of um, jump into a task to make it easier to get started. Um, Rick, I was wondering if I could ask you, are you a to-do list maker? Is that something that you, you do when, I when get you're behind. trying to get things done? When I, yeah. <laughs> does that make yeah. sense? When I, when I yeah. find myself being overwhelmed in terms of too many different things, I make lists because I want to be certain that I get all of those things done. Day in and day out, I may not, but if they pile up and back up, that's when I say, okay, we got to get these things done and let's not let something slip between the cracks because I know when I've overextended myself, that's when those mistakes happen. Exactly. And and I think that it's a natural impulse to say, you know what, I'm feeling overwhelmed. Let me make a to-do list. But a lot of times when I look at people's to-do lists, there are 50 things on the list. Yeah. You know, the list itself is overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so one thing I recommend to people is create a to-do list that you can conquer. Um, so, you know, it's Friday afternoon. We're going into the weekend. Some people actually make to-do lists for, for their weekend tasks. Um, but if, if you're looking at a list on Saturday that has 50 things on it, uh, you want to pare it down. Um, so I'm a big fan of uh, making a list that you can actually complete in a day. Um, and then I think it's also really important to look at what's on that list. You know, so is there a task on there that is going to take you uh, multiple days or months or years to complete? You know, then that probably isn't an appropriate task uh, for your list. So, so let's really kind of pare it down to something that you can break down into a task you could do in, in one sitting. So I, I think that's just a good way to kind of get started with creating some manageable tasks. What do you do then with, Ryan, those things that are too big for one sitting? I mean, you can't just put those off. At some point, you have to take a first bite of the elephant, right? 
Yeah, exactly. And I think that, you know, a good thing to do is to, um, if you're having trouble kind of uh, understanding how to break down a large task, I think it's a really good idea to talk to somebody, to kind of talk it through with someone, just to say, you know what, okay, I think that there's a step one, a step two here, um, but I just need to kind of talk it out and sort of uh, get to what that is. So breaking down a large task is a really important thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I think also, um, once you decide, okay, I'm going to do a high focus task, I'm going to do something that's hard or I've been avoiding, um, then I think it's really important to think about uh, how you plan your the, the time you're going to do that task. So a lot of times when I work with students, you know, the weekend comes around and then they say, okay, it's Saturday. I'm just going to study all day long. And usually that's a disaster uh, because when you start the day, there's no sense of urgency to get started um, and you can kind of easily procrastinate. So I really encourage folks to think about um, working in blocks of time, you know, so can you give yourself a one-hour window or a two-hour window, depending on what the task is? And then some people actually like to even do what's called concentration circuits. So within that block, um, there's a method called the Pomodoro method. It's, it's named after a tomato-shaped uh, kitchen timer. Um, and basically, they, they set a timer for 15 minutes uh, where they'll focus, they take a five-minute break, and then they set another timer for 15 minutes uh, or 25 minutes, depending on what works best for you. Hmm. So you will literally turn it on and then turn it off and turn it on again and turn it Is the idea then that you are more laser-focused on the task itself or that you're maybe a little bit more refreshed? Yeah, I think it's both. I think I think that you can be really focused on the task. It, it, something about hitting start in that timer um, kind of puts us into an action mode. We're like, okay, all the things I was doing to procrastinate, maybe I was getting a snack, I was cleaning my room, I was straightening my desk. You know, once you hit start in the timer, you're kind of in, in go mode, uh, which is helpful. And then once you're in that circuit, um, it's it's helpful, you know, as your attention or your energy lags, you might look at the timer and say, okay, I've got, I got six more minutes. I can, I can stay on this task for yeah, six more minutes. Right, right. Uh, and then you can refresh in between. So I, I think that that is one way that people can um, sort of trick themselves into um, having a productive day. When working out, oftentimes it's more effective for people to have somebody that's a gym buddy, right? Somebody that's going to run with them, someone that's going to you know go to the gym and do aerobics with them or do Zumba or whatever. What about for this sort of thing? Do, do you have some accountability with another person? Should you have talk to somebody else? Does that help? Yeah, Rick, this is, this is such a good point. So um, I'm, I'm a really – so over the years working with students and also kind of doing my own work, I've realized – that willpower often fails us, right? We're, we're human, we're flawed, we're tired, sometimes we're lazy, um, and that's okay. And so we really need to turn to external sources of accountability. So if you have, you know, whoever you live with at home or a friend or a family member, someone you can turn to and say, you know what, in the next hour or tomorrow morning, I'm going to do this task. I've been avoiding it. This is, I'm going to do it. And something about just saying it out loud, I think, gets us to sort of feel like, okay, now now I've committed to it. Now I'm going to do it. So I'm a really big fan of that. Um, and if there are opportunities, you know, sort of like the gym buddy to do um, what a lot of students here at Penn call co-working. Uh, so the idea of kind of either let's go to the library and sit down together or even, you know, a virtual session, start a, start a virtual meeting, um, check in with each other and then sort of work together at the same time. Uh, it has a really powerful effect. And I think it's a way that people have found to kind of move their projects forward or make sure that they're getting things done. What happens if you fail? I mean, what happens if you say, I'm going to do this and you don't get it done? How much do we want to give ourselves grace as opposed to smacking ourselves on the back of the hand with a ruler and saying, dummy, get it done? I mean, where should we come down in that regard? 
Yeah, I love that, Rick. I mean, I think that, you know, we can just be so hard on ourselves, but, you know, I think failure is inevitable. Like, we shouldn't be surprised when it happens. Um, And, you know, for me, I think that often our best, most productive day is right after our, you know, worst, least productive day, Mm. usually because we sort of feel like, okay, that was a bad day. Let me, let me, you know, do better tomorrow. I'm a really big fan. I didn't come up with this saying, but I really like this one, uh, which is to say to yourself, so what, now what? So I had a terrible day. Mm. I wasted all that time. So what? Now what? So what's the plan? So what's the plan for tomorrow? Because I think we we need to, as quickly as possible, sort of let go of those bad days um, so that we can follow up with a good day. Really, really good stuff. Ryan, which department do you work in at Penn? I mean, as far as I could see this going in a lot of different areas of study, I'm just curious to know what department. Yeah, so I work at a place called the Weingarten Center, and um, we uh, have learning specialists. So these are folks who do a kind of like academic coaching for students. And mm. as I said, it's it can be undergraduates, it could be a, a graduate student. Uh, we have vet students, we have nurses who come here, and uh, we talk to them about time management, about exam preparation. We do some academic writing support, uh, but it's a fun job. We get to sort of learn about what everyone's doing and sort of help them through, you know, the difficult tasks that they're doing uh, to get their degrees and move on their professional careers. And you can take credit for all the Wharton Business School success that happens because you taught them how to manage their, their time. <laughs> We do, yeah, we do work with the Wharton undergrads <laughs> and the MBAs, too. Yep. But, yeah, we don't take credit for anyone's success. We just no. we just like to cheer them along. I'm kidding. Ryan, hey, this is great to have you on. I'd love to have you back if you have the time, okay? Yeah, that'd be great, Rick. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Good stuff. Thank you so much. Ryan joining us from University of Pennsylvania talking about time management, time management tips, again, from the Weingarten Center at the University of Pennsylvania. Great stuff there. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 